0: should you have your prices up on your website and your Instagram handles will not putting up your prices increase the number of inquiries that you get that's the math that a lot of people do in these kinds of situations they figure that if i put the prices up then some folks are not going to give me a call and so the number of um because some people are not going to give me a call because the prices are up the number of potential sales that i could have made will reduce and so that's the assumption so you have your instagram handle and maybe uh 10 people call you every week or 10 people send you a dm you figure if you put up your prices that'll go down to two people sending you messages every week or calling you every week and then with that number going down um potential sales go down and your uh, profits overall will decrease. So that's the math that a couple of people um, are doing. They're thinking that if you put the price up on the website or whatever, people get scared away. People get scared away, you're not going to have um, a lot of uh, money at the end of the day. Now, whether the price should go up on the website or not depends on a variety of factors. And each approach is valid and goes along with a particular strategy. So in other words, the answer is not yes or no. The answer is it depends and it depends on what particular strategy you're using for to promote your business and to um, uh, what sales framework that you have. So if you're trying to do things one way and you are putting up price signals that go opposite to the strategy, then it's going to um, hurt you. So it has to be in sync with whatever the particular strategy um, is. Now, putting prices up on the website and social media is a means of pre-qualifying potential customers for those of you who are listening to the show for the first time the idea of qualifying when it comes to sales um, traditional sales theory is you want to make sure you're speaking to the right person you want to be sure that the person has a need you know where it is that they're coming from Uh, what's the problem that they're trying to solve Um, are you guys in sync when it comes to money expectations Uh, What else? Um, Other expectations regarding uh, fulfillment and do they have an urgent need to get this thing done? In other words, are they ready to take action at any particular, um, at a reasonable uh, point in time? So the example that I've used when it comes to photographers and wedding planners is, um, you want to be sure that you're speaking to someone who thinks wedding planning um, is useful and who has a realistic idea of how much wedding planning uh, could cost. And you also want to be sure that the person is getting married reasonably soon because if you're speaking to someone who is the uh, daughter of a billionaire and who also wants to have a wedding planner, but she doesn't actually have a boyfriend right now you guys are just having casual conversations. then really you're not speaking to a potential customer. Now, of course, you should still keep her um, within you should still have some sort of uh, messaging um, sequence some way of uh, continuing the relationship so that eventually when she does get proposed to uh, you'll be top of mind and you'll be that person that you're going to call so um, basically that's just the whole idea of talking to someone who is qualified is there a need is there a want can they afford uh are we in sync when it comes to other expectations and are they ready to take um, a decision anytime soon so with that um with that uh in mind especially when it comes to the urgency thing because a lot of people don't get the urgency criteria. So uh, just like with the example that I gave, um, she doesn't even have a boyfriend now, Uh, that's a problem. She has a boyfriend, but he's proposed, the family haven't met, and they don't have any idea of when they could be married. Um, That person is not qualified. But then they have a boyfriend, she has a boyfriend, the boyfriend has um, proposed, and the family has agreed that the wedding is going to be in one year, okay? Now you have someone who's qualified, although there's not a high sense of urgency. Um, the family has met, the family has decided that the wedding is going to be in two months. You can see now that you have someone who has a high sense of urgency and is extremely um, qualified, assuming that you meet the other criterias. And so, you know, that will determine how fast or how slow, um, you're going to handle, um, conversations with this potential customer. But anyway, um, back to where we were. Uh, putting a price on the website is just, and social media is a means of pre-qualifying clients, and in this sense, you're pre-qualifying based on the financial um, aspect. So what this means is that you're trying to make sure that only people who can afford the product or service reach out to you. So in other words, the whole point of putting up on your Instagram or on your website that your wedding planning services uh, starts at um, five hundred thousand naira, or that your day coordination is one hundred and fifty k. The whole point of that, expressly, is to make sure that the person who thinks they only have 50K for wedding coordination is not going to call you. Or the person who thinks that they're going to pay um, your uh, a service charge of uh, 25K is not going to call you. So that's the whole point, to um, scare away those sorts of people. And um, when you're pre-qualifying, um, it's a good thing, because it means that you can have a lot more fruitful conversations from the jump. So what you're sacrificing in uh, quantity you're going to make up for in quality so let's say in the old um the old way when you didn't have prices up on your site 10 people were sending you dms on instagram you'd have to spend a lot of time filtering people out but if you put up your site sorry along your site if you put up your prices and say that uh, wedding uh, planning uh, starts at uh, 250k uh, coordination on the day only um starts at 150 K and you make it clear that the difference is, um, whether you help select the vendors or not. So I'm not a wedding planner. I don't know how it works. So I'm just restyling off the top of my head here. So if you make sure that all those things are clear, then you know that if only two people reach you, at least, you know, one thing, that these people who have had a look at your profile, of course, you ask if you've had a look, um, if they've had a look at your, um, profile before calling and if they looked at your terms and conditions or whatever it is so you know for sure that these two people they know that they're looking at anything between 150k and 250k to engage your services so now your job is just about um your job is a whole lot easier you know now that you're only qualifying based on urgency you know when is the wedding date uh and then you're also qualifying based on the need or the interest you want to be sure that the kind of wedding planning services they're looking for or the kind of wedding photography services that they're looking for, are the kind that you can provide and that you're interested in Uh, because there are lots of photographers who run into trouble because Your style is more laid back but they're looking for something that has um high production value and um, high-end editing and then stuff like that and sometimes it happens the other way around that the client is looking for something much more simple because they think simple means sophisticated but you're you know right up there with the gurus when it comes to photoshopping and then all that and then you end up um uh technically speaking you've ended up providing um stellar photography that is really cool but then you guys have a quarrel at the end of the day So once you put the price up on the site, you have qualified them based on financials. And now you know that your job is a whole lot easier because you're now um, going to see if you guys uh, um, have the same taste, if you can uh, provide, uh, if your style is the kind of thing that they're looking for, and then maybe talk about the payment plan because it's possible that somebody might reach out knowing that it's 150 to 250, but they're kind of hoping that maybe be able to do 140, or maybe yes, they can pay that 250, but they, they don't have enough money to drop that 250 at a stretch, and so they're looking for a payment plan. So in, that's, in this sense, your job is going to be a whole lot easier um, once you put your prices up, assuming that you want to use a uh, pre-qualifying strategy. So that's the um, idea. So, um, yeah, so that's it pretty much. You put your prices up. Then when the people call or email, they have realistic expectations um, around finances. And uh, that's it. Your job is a whole lot easier. You know that if somebody gets in touch, you know that this is a serious buyer. or sorry, a serious bride um, or a serious couple, as we like to say over here in Abuja. So if you look at things this way, then the question about where you put your price on the website uh, is not whether you should put your price up on the website or not but is rather we're thinking about what is the best way to qualify people to make sure that no time waste has come through the channel. So that's actually what this question is about. It's about how best to qualify people. Now, there are some products and some services, on the other hand, where you cannot put up pricing because a quote requires a lot of particular information that will vary from persons uh, to context. And I suspect that maybe for wedding planners, I think that's where you are because you can't really say because there's a lot that um goes into it i'm assuming that some wedding planners want to um have everything included like everybody else's fee included in theirs because they take a markup of that i know some wedding planners here in abuja who uh, do that sort of thing and then there's some other people who just want to be paid a professional fee um because you've walked them along through everything you know helping them select uh, the vendors as well as well as coordinating things on the day and then uh, some people uh, don't want to be involved in all of that and they just have the um, coordination day fee and then some people offering all the services. So now let's say you're someone who um, offers all those kinds of services. You can't really put a price up on the site per se because there are a lot of variables that are going to go into it. Do you want me to help you select your vendors? How many vendors are we selecting? Um, uh, uh, let's see. What else? What is the full range of services that I'm going to offer on the day? Uh, does it include uh, concierge services like uh, following you for your style fittings and your food tastings and stuff like that? So there's a whole lot that go into it. So um, understandably, some wedding planners might not be able to put up um, a price on their, um, on their uh, Instagram handle. But then on the other hand, for people who provide uh, things like that, the photo booth, or 360 degree machine, or the smoke machine, or pyrotechnics. For that one, it'll be easy to um, put up a price. Uh, You know, price ranges, um, you'll be able to put it up, uh, ABC packages ranging from 150K to 350K, you know, so that's easy. When the person calls up and they want to know why, you now be able to walk them through the specifics that, okay, that 150K package only gets you um, six uh, firecrackers. So you only have two on the aisles and then maybe two on the stage Uh, two on the aisles, two on the stage and then two next to the cake or something like that. So um, it depends on the business that you're in and also depends um, on the context. Some service-based businesses will have a problem putting pricing up on the site and uh, some product-based businesses will have no problem putting things um, up uh, on the site. So, for instance, if you're in the alternative energy space, um, inverter, batteries, uh, you know, stuff like that, you have a lot of uh, material component to it. So it'll be easy to put prices up on your site because at the end of the day, it's what they're paying for is the cost of the engineer, cost of installation, cost of batteries, cost of the inverter, cost of the solar panels, uh, what else, cost of wires and stuff like that. So for product-based businesses, it'll be a lot um, easier to uh, put up a price on the site. So that's the reason why a carpenter a plumber or an engineer can't just give you a quote like that that's the reason why you're building your house you call the engineer and the engineer just can't tell you now okay um, to supervise the work on your bungalow uh pay me one m he can't just say one m over the phone he needs to know a whole lot more are you building uh, a bungalow uh, is it a three story uh how many square meters um uh Okay, I'm sure for engineers, location is important. Uh, is it in Abuja or is it going to be in Nasara? Um, Let's see, what else? So they're going to need more information, just like the architect is going to need a whole lot more information as well, and the plumber as well, uh, depending on you know, what you're trying to build, what you're trying to repair, the purpose they're using the thing for, you know, things like that. So if you're an architect and you're having this uh, uh, debate um, with yourself or with your staff, you know, should you put prices up on your Instagram handle? And you know, really, how could you put a price not knowing for sure if you're overselling or underselling yourself or running at a loss right from the get? So if you're an architect, this option really isn't open to you. Well, at least I think so. At least until I run into an architect who tells me um, to the contrary. So the strategy for these kinds of uh, peoples and services and uh, products actually is to get as many people to call in as possible so that you can qualify them over the phone, over email, WhatsApp or when they come into the office. So for the architect the goal is to try and get as many people to come in as possible so that you can qualify them over the phone the morning sir how'd you get my number okay no problem um what is it you're trying to build um how many rooms uh what part of town oh is it the rocky part in uh um let's see what else are you looking for uh ultra modern design or are you looking for something conservative blah 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 you know for you architects i'm sure you know what the relevant conversations are And then it's after all this Dogon Churanchi, you know, all this conversation that you'll be able to say, okay, um, al Haji, your bill is blah, blah, blah. So that's the goal for someone like um, the um, architect. And I think that's the reason why it would be a bad idea to put prices up on the site because it wouldn't be good to um, to price qualify uh, people like that. So get as many people to call in as um, you can. Because it's when people call you that you're going to have a chance to figure out if this is a person worth doing business with, because you've had conversations um, with them. So if you look at things this way, the main question then isn't uh, price or no price. But the question is, what's the best way that we should be sorting through our potential clients? And that's the question that you should be asking yourself, whether you're a photographer, a wedding planner, an architect, or um, you sell um, alternative energy solutions like solar uh, panels and stuff like that. So that's the question you should be asking yourself. How best should I sort through people? And is there a middle ground strategy that can make the best of uh, these both um, both of these approaches? And uh, the answer is maybe. Because some people put a price range on the site so that you can ward off price shoppers. So that's where a wedding photographer will say, for instance, that wedding package is anything between 250k and 400k. Because there are lots of variables there, the size of the photo book, the size of the frames, blah, blah, blah. So you can't put specifics, so you put up... Um, a price um, put off a price range so that anybody who has 150k in mind will see that 250 to 400 and be like wow okay this is not for me and then the person is not going to um, call and yeah so that's it pretty much that's the middle ground strategy put up a range and then little notes about circumstances that you use to narrow down to the final number so like I said the wedding photographer could put on his Instagram handle packages are going to range anything between 400k and 850k Depending on the number of days, the size of the albums, and the quantity of frames being ordered. Call 080, blah 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 for a course today. And it's the same thing with an architect. The architect could write, a happiest customer should expect to spend anything between 3M and 9.5 sorry 9.5 uh, million for customized residential plans not exceeding 123 square meters in size. Email blah 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 at gmail.com for a consultation today. So those are the kind of things that um, that's kind of like the mid-ground that people can do. So these price ranges, of course, will ensure that only certain kinds of people, in quote, reach out to you that you'd be happy working with. But remember that at the end of the day, it's not about price. It's how best you think about how you qualify and sort through potential clients to separate the serious people from the time wasters. So thank you very much for listening to today's episode. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.